You're listening to Donkey Brain the Podcast. Three, two, one. Nice. That one echoed on your end. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah. That was sick. Dude, it says Miller High Life. So I like weirdly had one this weekend and I was like at Jewel picking them up. I was like, yeah, I could go for some more Miller High Lifes. Like they're not a all the time thing anymore, but like change it up for like a week or two. Like it's all right. It's a fill in beer for sure. The can looks cool. So it still has like that, that old champagne of beers, baby. Yeah. It looks cool. I'm kind of excited for Natural Light to get back to their old can. All right. What's up with that? They, I have heard. For what feels like months, them yeah. posting, it's we're we're thinking about bringing it back. We're we're highly considering bringing it back. We are bringing it back, and then they're like, "It's official. It's everywhere." And I looked today, and I was like, "Nope, not at the jewel where I'm at." So, what's happening with that? Is that like uh, so did they say a date? What's interesting is I always try to check because you can check when cans are. Uh made i believe so hear me out on this one you know at the bottom of cans i don't know if you could see it on my end there's a little pink dot yeah that coincides i'm pretty sure with when certain ones are made so i've been trying to check the bottoms of them and like almost look online it doesn't really give you any information whatsoever like when this can was made that way i could figure out okay when the fuck are these old cans gonna be gone that way i could start looking for the white cans yeah and i've Yet to find Nary a new white throwback natural light can. Dude, so. I will say, can looks freaking good. Like, I don't even go out of my way to drink that anymore because I'm a 25-year-old man. And I know this might, like, come across as offensive to you. Slap in the face. But, like, I was, I was really contemplating. I'm like, man, dude, I might go pick up two, three, 30 racks and just sit on these until they're gone. Like, I was I'm, like, it just looks slick. I'm telling you, even the, this can, like, the current can right now, they do a good job marketing what is like widely considered potentially the shittiest beer that you could yeah. buy. They do they I, make it look like it's gonna yeah. be a good drink. It's it's fascinating because like they are definitely like the bottom three beers that advertise. I think that's very important to say. There are way worse beers. But you almost have to give it to like Milwaukee's best for being like, we know no one likes this, so they don't even spend the ad money, which is great. <laughs> like Natty's Instagram cracks me up, man. It's all just about like young kids doing stupid stuff. And I'm like, you guys know your target audience. Like, I appreciate that. Like, don't try to claim it's this high class thing. It's not. I'm going to try to drink 15 of them and then I'm going to go do something stupid. And that's Natty Light. Like, they uh they definitely do know the target audience and like there's no need to put it out on like any sort of TV because the people that are drinking this either for one are too poor to own a TV or two <laughs> they're too young to even have cable they're like they're not gonna be on anything on TV fuck that yeah like they're just get, yeah so I mean yeah Instagram they nail it Twitter they're really funny too they do a good job yeah all right well that was a fun little <laughs> little beer dialogue prelude what the yeah. hell was that. So, Colin, kick us off with uh, our ass of the week. We're back. We can make this, uh, yeah, we can make this absurdly brief. Um, back to our uh, our last episode again. My fault, mostly for not being, you know, able to do the podcast last week. Jimmy was in L.A. during this time, correct? <laughs> yeah, which is wild as hell. 
Dude, I, so, you talk, and then I have I have a slight ass of the week that I guess we can add to this. Okay. It's not uh, the woman on the plane. I was gonna say, I'll tell okay. you about that later. There we go. Um, <laughs> I totally fell hook, line, and sinker. The last episode we had, we talked about M&M's. I think it was the last one. It might have been the second to last one. I talked about M&M's being now like Maya's. Obviously, I knew it was still going to be called M&M's, but I really thought that Maya, I can't remember her last name. Rudolph. There we go. Thank you. I had to do that last time, too. Um, I really thought that she was actually going to be the spokesperson moving forward. I'm such a dumb bitch. I knew it had to do with the Super Bowl. I knew they were going to use her, but I didn't think it was going to be like, this is just a vault to get right back into showing the M&Ms off and just being cool with it. Again, they fucking duped me. I'm a dumb (laughs) idiot. But again, they're still bastards for making this a whole entire thing at all in the first place. Like, why do you have to do this at all? I digress. Yeah. No, it it just kind of cracks me up. Like, when you said, like, and I mean, like, I was kind of with you. I don't really follow a lot of this stuff because I'm not on Twitter. So it's, like, not hard to keep up with it, but I just, like, don't really care. But, like, I feel like if you became the spokesperson of Eminem, like, what else do you do with your career? Like, that's kind of like becoming the host of Jeopardy. Like, that's just, like, your thing. Like, I don't know how on demand you need to be, but I feel like it's kind of hard to do other things if you're like, yeah, I'm just, like, continuously, like, repping Eminem's, like... It almost would be like a step backwards where it's like, it's like when celebrities are like, I'm going to stop doing movies and I'm just going to do like cameo full time. You're like, is that really, is that good? Like, should it's we very be happy strange. for you? Like, very strange. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've, uh, you ever been on the app cameo, ever bought one? No, we're uh, in the process of buying one right now for one of my buddies. We've literally been texting all day trying to get like the exact script because his birthday's coming up. That's I won't sick. say who it is because he does listen to this. So, okay, but yeah. So, so um, cameo. I I do enjoy the app, but to your point, when I see like I saw like Charlie Sheen on there, like when I bought this one, that was probably wasn't this last Christmas, but the, the one before. Like I was just watching it and ha- watching how heartfelt he was, which is cool. Not trying to shit on Charlie Sheen, uh, Charlie <laughs> Sheen because he is a badass. But I see, I'm like. This is not Charlie Sheen. Like this is this is not him. This is not on brand. Yeah. For Tiger Blood, Charlie Sheen. I just felt bad. Like damn it, you just ruined everything you had, and now you're doing this. I. It was a little disappointing. Yeah. It's almost like there's people that like I feel like should be on cameo. Like for context, one of my other buddies. I I don't know if he lost fantasy football or why this was made, but they had Rob Blagojevich make one for him. And mind you, this is supposed to be like two minutes long. It's like a 10 minute video of him like shitting on him for making certain picks, him talking about how he wrongfully went to jail. Like he really took a soapbox and just went for it. But I feel like that's that's almost in my head. The people that make sense is like, yeah, we have we screwed up somehow. Now you know, we're here like, you know, whatever, where it's kind of like okay, yeah, you messed up somehow, whatever. But, like, there's a lot of celebrities that I'm like, you're still very famous. What happened? Like, this is bizarre. Think about how easy that would be, though. That would be so nice. Yeah. It's like, just read a script. And then the scripts that you send in are super short. Like, you can't really make them too extended. They just read it like, yeah, I got that. And, like, some of these celebrities are charging hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this shit. Yeah. 
just to, just to talk for a minute and a half, two minutes, and send it back over to Cameo, and they send it to you. That's that is badass. Like, I, if I were to see uh, who I saw, I saw uh, Ted Nugent. He was one of the guys I was first on there, um, and I was gonna get that for my mom at one time. Ted Nugent was charging out the ass. I'm like, what the fuck, Ted? Like, are your royalties from your this handful of songs that people listen to anymore? Not doing the trick. Are they running dry? What's going on? He's featured on hunting shows all the time. He goes on Joe Rogan still. I'm like, hey, Ted, you dick. Like, I'm trying to get a nice birthday present for my mom. My mom loves Ted Nugent because he's, like, conservative and a rock and roll guy. So I'm like, you dickhead? Like, come on. Like, help the common man here. That's who you support, right? Was not doing that, so. This is all about Cameo, I guess. We were just going on tangents right off the bat here. We were talking about M&M's, now we're on Cameo. We're screwing up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we like it made sense. Like it's it not, did. Like, it, we like one eighty. Like we were just talking about like that would be a weird thing if like my Rudolph was like, I'm done doing movies and like comedies and writing and all that, and she's like, I'm gonna be the spokesperson for Eminem. That would be weird. Glad she's not. I mean, that's. Be you know, definitely, definitely would be a very uh, interesting toss up. Yeah. Okay. But going coinciding with Maya Rudolph, again, kind of talking about, you were going to talk about the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah. <laughs> that was a Super Bowl commercial. Now, Jim, you could talk about what people are talking about. Yeah. So I, uh, I was going to make this the S of the week originally because I think it got a lot of people. Uh, but then I started seeing all the hilarious tweets. Um, so I'm sure if you, Watch the Super Bowl, the Tubi. Uh, that ad was so funny because it was one. Of, so I illegally streamed it, so I knew like immediately. I was like, "Yeah, there's no chance that this is us. Maybe it's a stream, whatever." But I started seeing stuff of people being like, "Yeah, like I called my mother-in-law a bitch. Like I was like, you dumb bitch. Like you need to find the remote. Like the game's hot. Like all this crazy stuff where it's like, dude, that's good." Like, that's funny. That's how the, you know, commercial should be. And, like, kind of like what we talked about before we got on, I felt like there really wasn't anything that I was like, oh, what a waste of money. Like, in the past, there was somewhere I'm like, dude, I don't need to see the same movie trailer four times. That's a waste. Like, some things where it's just like they missed the boat completely. I was kind of underwhelmed with, like, all the beer commercials. I feel like those used to rock. Same with, like, Doritos. But, like, there were some that I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. But, yeah, there really weren't too many. I don't know what your thoughts, but, like, there weren't any that I was like, that was the dumbest ad and such a waste of money. What I really, really enjoyed, and, like, Tubi had to have done this on purpose. Had to have, had to have, had to have. The timing of that commercial was otherworldly perfect, right? Because that was working towards – that was in the fourth quarter when they aired that. I'm almost 100%, right? Uh, I think so. I think it was. So – during that time, the game is intensifying, right? Whether yeah. you oh, are, yeah. whether you are like huge football fan or not, there's gonna be some people in the room that have either money on the game. They're just big football fans. They're Chiefs or Eagles fans. Anything like that, they're invested at this point. They've hung around this long, or they're hammered, and they're told they're not with it really. Like they're kind of like not thinking yeah. straight. So at that time, I'm all of the above. So. I'm watching this commercial and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, hey, hey, so, so, mo. hey, and then it was kind of weird. I, they did a good job of playing another commercial right after that. Yeah. It, 
was still like you're st- you're still trying to process what was going on because they would have played like Doritos after that. I'm like, oh, they were fucking with us. Yeah, but they didn't. It was good. They did a really really good job with that. I, I, that's honestly that that would probably be my favorite commercial of the Super Bowl because of how much we talked about it the next day. Yeah. Well, it was kind of funny too because like I uh, before we got on, I rewatched it just because I was curious. And if you look at it, I mean, like, maybe you could, but, like, I definitely could tell. I was like, that's a green screen background. Like, that is not the real field. Like, you know, whatever. But, like, in real time, like, you have no idea. Like, you don't know who's in the booth. You don't know all this stuff where it's, like, one of those things, like, props to them that they even had the forethought of, like, let's get the two announcers. Let's make it as realistic as possible so that exactly what you said. Like, if you're falling in the camp of, like, you're a few beers in, you know, you're kind of headed into that food coma, whatever. You are like beside yourself in like an absolute panic because you just all of a sudden you're like, well, well, the game. The, it was just one of those things. I was like, that's why I like commercials like that because it's like it's outside the box. It's different. People talk about it. It's not just like the boring softball. Like here's this generic ad. You know, now we're on to the next one. Like. That was a big deal, and they did a great – and I agree. Like, in the first quarter, nobody cares, whatever. But, like, as things are, you know, kind of speeding up, games getting closer, a lot more intense. So, yeah. It was – It was. Uh, I think all around – I think all around that was a great, great Super Bowl. Um, honestly, in my opinion, Super Bowl-wise, halftime performance-wise, commercial-wise – I think that was probably the best all-around Super Bowl I've seen in some time because the last two uh, Super Bowl games weren't necessarily great. Last year's Rams-Bengals game wasn't stupendous. Uh, the year before that, the Bucks absolutely killed the Chiefs. Wow. Thinking back to the year before of that, Bucks niners was pretty good. I'm trying to think who was the, uh, the halftime performance of that pun. I can't really remember. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, that Super Bowl was altogether good. What was your interpretation of the halftime show? Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? Um, in general, I would say I'm indifferent. Like, I don't really care. I, like, I feel like it's it's one of those things I'm like, I understand why they do it, why it's kind of on the rotation of, you know, maybe we need a pop artist and maybe it's like a, you know, pop, rock, R&B, you know, they, like, they kind of need to vary it year after year. Um just for the sake of like, they can't always be like, yeah, it's like nineties rock. Like that just will never work. Um, I liked last year's more, mm-hmm. I think like, I feel like if we're going to incorporate a lot of people, great. Cause I mean, that's kind of hard, like from a performance perspective to be the only person out there for that long. Like I thought it was just kind of, and this is again, it's just like maybe a me thing. But from a visual perspective, I was like kind of bored. I was like, dude, there's not much going on, you know, where if you take like Justin Timberlake a few years ago, a lot going on. He's moving around. He's not just on, you know, a literal pedestal kind of a thing. So like, I think there's just a good hybrid of like, hey, how can we get two or three people that maybe interlap in some way? Um, and then in addition to that, how can we just keep it engaging? Like even last year, I was like, dude, that was sweet with, you know, the houses and people driving and all that. I was like 50 cent hanging upside down. That made for some fantastic memes, you know, like stuff like that. But I don't know. In general, I was really irritated. I don't know if you felt this. 
I don't know why so many people are like my queen. Like this is my this is my Super Bowl and like all these girls. I was like, dude, do you listen to Rihanna regularly? Because I don't, so I would never say that. But I'm like, yeah. dude, have you listened to Rihanna like very regularly in like the last three years? Because I don't think she's put that much out. So no. it's kind of like a why are we just overhyping her just because she did this? Like, yeah, that's a big deal. Great. But I don't claim to be a big fan. And if you don't listen to her, neither should you. Like, yeah, I get she you. can do a good performance, but, you know. I'm not going to lie. I do. Even before this, I listen to Rihanna fairly regularly. It's in my mix all the time. So I'm working out. It falls into my rap mix. Oh, nice. Which is interesting. I don't know how the hell she gets into like hardcore rap, but she does. And I'm not complaining about it. Rihanna rocks. Rihanna's awesome. With that being said, um, I can kind of see why people thought this performance was a little bit dry just because of what happened last year. I mean, last year was such a shit show with like, and not a shit show in a bad way. Shit show was like, there was so much stuff going on. Yeah. So it was, there was Snoop, there was 50 Cent. Who else was there? Eminem Dr. Dre, there, Eminem. Yeah. And who was the female artist? I'm drawing a blank on her name now. Anyway, we all know that one was crazy. Yeah. The, Again, Super Bowl performances are supposed to be crazy, but that one was absolutely nuts. And I think it being in LA, that was probably as that was probably as to why it was that crazy. They were just trying to really encapsulate the whole entire LA market with that. Um, but still, Rihanna, in my opinion, I'm not trying to be like one of those fangirls that you're talking about. She's a bad bitch. And when she came out the very first song with Bitch Better Have My Money, I was like hit this shit rihanna and then she was pregnant out of nowhere i knew she had been pregnant a while ago but i didn't think she was pregnant again i'm yeah. like what in the fuck is going on right now this is crazy yeah. it was kind of funny because like bryn was watching it and she was like <laughs> she like i knew because i mean everybody's thinking the same thing like she like looked at me and she's like this might sound insensitive and i was like no i think she's pregnant <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like i appreciate like the hesitation but i was like i think this is like a big deal whatever and like sure enough it was like oh she announced it at the super bowl whatever which again led to some hilarious things about how like rihanna's unborn child was at the super bowl before like the cowboys and like just ridiculous things. like the super bowl is a great time to be on social media like there's just it's like almost like in real time just like, like i saw it literally within the first three commercials it was something sad and somebody had already like tweeted out um the oh shit who, what coach was like crying during nick the Sari- national nick Sarian. yeah so it was like a picture of him just like sobbing and it was like this fucking commercial has me like and i was like dude people are so on their game it's ridiculous it is but, crazy like i don't understand how they get those screen grabs so quickly like are you watching on your phone how are you like it, i don't, I don't know yeah, they have to be doing that, thinking like I'm gonna pop off during the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that's what I, this is my mission. I'm not here to watch the game. I'm this not here is to my it. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, this is a job for me right now. That has to be what it is. Yeah, because like I'm, I was seeing the same shit. I'm like, how are they getting this so fast? Yeah. This, this is impossible. I don't know. Again, though, in summation, great game. Yeah, uh, performance for at halftime. I thought was good. The one thing I love every year, and obviously you know what kind of clientele I'm talking about the boomers, like your typical, like 
red-blooded Americans talking about yeah. that shit. What the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> what the hell was that? Rihanna's up there touching herself. My daughter was watching that game. Damn it! Like, what's that? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, Rihanna killed yeah. that. I don't. I'll care. send you. Uh, I don't even know if you would follow the page. It's some Illinois State page, but they had tweeted out it's like a halftime drinking game, and like that was like one of the biggest things where it was like. You know, somebody over the age of 50, like, audibly just yelling that, like, they're visibly disturbed by this or whatever. And, like, there were a few points. Like, I will say, she was pretty good for the most part. And then all of a sudden, I was like, there's, like, 50 people on the screen all, like, hilariously thrusting. And I was like, yeah. there it is. Like, I was like, it was only a matter of time. And then it was, like, two minutes straight. I was like, all right, we're there. Like, yeah, she was, like... Again, I'm not complaining. She was like weirdly like groping herself. They were humping that. I'm like, I'm like, damn. I guess we just really don't give a shit anymore. Like, yeah. remember we had? I think this was probably about five years ago now, four or five years ago. We had Coldplay, and yes. everyone was up in arms, myself included. Like, I don't hate Coldplay, but I'm like, this does not ring out Super Bowl to yeah. me. And then fucking Brianna, not Brianna. Um, Beyonce, sorry, I mixed Beyonce and Rihanna. Uh, Beyonce had to come out and save the goddamn day with her Lemonade album shit. I'm like, thank God Beyonce showed up because this place was about to go up in flames because this concert is sucking right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think that is part of it, though, is like you like if you take Coldplay right now, I think they don't fall in either camp because they're not really relevant and they haven't made new music and they're not really classic yet. Like, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers did it, I was like, that yeah. makes sense. Like, that's kind of like, I don't want to say like a throwback band, but like, that is one of those bands where I'm like, yeah, they're old enough. It appeals to a certain group, whatever. Coldplay, kind of just irrelevant, I feel like. It's kind of like a, you're not so old that we're like, man, like, Hall of Fame? <laughs> like, but you're not so relevant that it's like, man, I heard that song on the radio a month ago. Like, yeah. so it's just kind of a, a weird in-between of like, who do they get? And then, I mean, how do you lump people together? Easier said than done, obviously. But yeah, there's definitely been somewhere I'm like, yeah, like this is just, <laughs> I think it kind of misses everybody's mark. Like, yeah. even if it's like, yeah, I don't listen to Rihanna, I'm like, oh, I could see why she would be a good one. Great. Like, uh, I kind of just remember, do you remember uh, the Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl where they had, the weekend come out. Remember when he like had that, that whole like, shit on his face? Like I felt like the, the that performance can either be a major catalyst for you being back. It could be a great remembrance for like what you were, but it also could just be a tremendous folly. And I'm not saying week the weekend has had that sort of folly, but I definitely think he intended it to be this great like I'm taking this bitch over sort of thing. And everyone was just abs absurdly confused. Like, what is that on his face? Like, that's obviously not a real effect. He wouldn't do that to his face. Do we only have 10 minutes left? I don't know. I, may, I might be on the wrong account. That's probably why. Hold on. You keep talking. I'll see if I can figure it out. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the top of the screen now. It says 40 minutes. Christ. This is about to be wild. We just break this episode up into two little segments here. Yeah, we do that the intro and then the uh, what people are talking about, and then leave the last one because that last part is probably gonna be a little bit longer talking about what people are not talking about. Yeah, we could break it up if you want. I can end the meeting now. Um, 
here at all. I can do my what what people are talking about now, and then they will say the other one for the next episode. Yeah, that'll work. All right. I'd be remiss if I didn't start just uh, getting my rocks off to the NASCAR season being back. Uh, I've been waiting for this shit so goddamn long. Jim, you already talked about with me for a little bit to begin with. I'm ready just to get. I'm going to shave all my beard and everything. Just have the mustache once more. Um, Damn it. You know what? I hate to do this because people are going to hold me to it. I almost want to make this uh, an official announcement. I think I want to get at at that finally, that tattoo I've been talking about for a long time. I have no Um, idea what you're talking about. (laughs) What tattoo? I don't don't know. I think I might have talked about it with you, uh, Blacked Out, before. No, never. I have no recollection of this. I don't think. Okay. What I'm thinking about getting is a three on my thigh, like for Dale Earnhardt. Classic. I think that's what I'm going to do. And I think I'm just going to get that hammered this weekend. And I'm finally gonna pull the trig on it. And yeah. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the day off on Monday, President's Day, just to have a little bit of a healing process yeah. going on. And I think I'm gonna do it. I think yeah. I'm I, I think I'm gonna do it. Uh Jim, we've had some great NASCAR memories. Uh Jim, we talked about it before and everything <laughs> like that. We uh for the 2020 Daytona 500. I wish we had more. I, you said that like we watched it every week, and I think we've watched like three races together, if that. But they've all been a blast. Like I wish we watched more NASCAR. It was great because we yeah. we waited we waited too long to get on the bandwagon. Well, I've yeah. been always on it, but I've been trying. I should have made a more concerted effort to get you guys watching it because it's like it is the most perfect excuse to get absolutely blitzed, hammered. And just smoke cigarettes and just have a jolly old I time. do remember how crazy that race was because didn't uh, Trump started it and then it got a rain delay. And then I think it ended up getting pushed back like a day or two. Yep. So, I mean, we just took that as like a green light of drinking. Yeah, I mean, we were smoking cigarettes. We were just white trash that day. Like, I mean, we talked a little bit before we got out, but like that was that was a wild day to start and be like, I'm watching NASCAR. And then it ended and I was like, I just drank a lot of beers and I feel terrible. And NASCAR, they ran like five laps. It, like, was it wasn't even like an exciting race. Like to all the listeners and everything, you probably already know I'm a massive NASCAR fan. Uh, you probably have assumed that I'm a, I was a massive Trump guy. Wink on the was, <laughs> um, but um, Trump was there. Good NASCAR radio. was going. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was literally waving the green flag to start the race, and I was with all my buddies. We were all hammered. I'm like. I don't think today could get any better. I really, yeah. I mean, I was just smiling from ear to ear. And then Jim, to your point, what ended up happening was there was a rain delay, like five laps in the race. We all sat there waiting. You know, this will blow over. It's one of those Florida showers. Did not blow over. Yeah. Got postponed the next day. We actually ended up uh, recording that night, Jim. It was either our first or second episode ever. And that might have been the night we talked about COVID in China. Really, I was hammered talking. That was the night that Ryan. That was the night that Ryan Newman about died during the race. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that's what. And I'm pretty sure it led up into talking about COVID in China. I I could be wrong. I might be misplacing the uh, the episode, but I'm pretty sure that might have been a pangolin night. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. I've had multiple people start listening to this podcast and then just essentially be like. Like, they're like, where should I start? And I was like, well, probably not from the beginning. And they're like, what? I'm like, well, it's two parts. I was like, one, we're, it was run a lot differently back then. But I was like, two, it is all like 
somewhat time sensitive so i was like if you really want to know what was happening three years ago i was like if you will go for it but yeah that was <laughs> like a few people started from the beginning and they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> i'm like i told you like <laughs> things were different you know what we need to do for our 100th episode publicly disavow china again that and we will do that in this next little episode if you're watching everybody uh but i think we need to have one of those old-fashioned like episodes we just get rocked i mean i'm serious i'll sit there and i'll try to drink as fast as possible because that's what we were doing at that point we had a three beer minimum not a lot of people know that that's like there were very few people that we recorded with in person because like obviously like covid and everything had happened i don't know if we ever actually did record with anyone in person but uh yeah literally it was like three beer minimum like before we even started we would just like shoot the breeze yeah. Be like, man, I'm three beers in. It's like, yep, time. So, like, you would hear that crack, and it's really, you'd think it's number one. It's really number four. All I, right. Uh, I'm about three deep. I'm starting to feel a little bit silly. Uh, hit the record button. Like, yeah. I, wasn't, I think Danny was with us one time because that was the time. Oh, that was the time the recorded. didn't died. record. Yeah. I do that remember was that. I'll never forget also that one time, like, we've said this on the podcast so many times now, when you had the presentation afterwards and that's the episode oh, we taste tested the white claws <laughs> yeah, we went through and did the ranking and shit and we, oh, we were dude we were ripped i'm like god yeah. damn we had to go to subway i had to end up buying you subway yeah. for your presence that was wild dude that was one of those things though like i i think i've said it on the podcast before i was in a group of five people I think I still did the best, if not the second best. I wouldn't even put myself in the bottom three. That's how bad of a group I had. Like, it was one of those things, like, I was like, dude, I literally showed up. I wasn't hammered at that point. I was still buzzing really good. But I was like, dude, I still knocked this out of the park. And other people who were stone cold sober were not as good. I, I don't recommend it. I mean, it was really stupid. It was probably one of the dumbest things I ever did academically. But, like, it was fun. Like, I'm trying to think, if we look back how long the episode was. I think started... it was like an hour. We drank okay. six White Claws each. If that's we the case. the pack. Yeah, because if that's the case, if that's what we did, then you had to have been, I mean, going. Because, I mean, I was definitely yeah. going. I'm like, no, holy I was... shit. Like, we just, yeah. we just cashed six of those apiece. I mean, every 10 minutes you're finishing one, and those are higher alcohol content than beers. You just do that with beers. You're like, damn, I'm pretty buzzed right now. I, I was drunk. I was 100, 110%. Oh, yeah. I felt so bad for you going to class. I'm like, yeah, damn, sayonara, bub. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, don't know. But, again, we have about two minutes left on this episode. Um, again, I thoroughly recommend everybody. I don't know when. Is this going to come out tomorrow, I'm guessing? Yeah. Yeah. So, tomorrow, there's quality. Well, that's going to be today. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Ooh. We're recording on a Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday is qualifying. Thursday, you have Gatorade duels. Friday, truck race. Saturday, Xfinity race. And then the granddaddy of them all, Sunday, cup race. Hopefully, uh, you work for the uh, the state and you have President's Day off. I know for a fact I'll be getting drunk every night probably uh, up until that point. And then Monday is just going to be an absolute hungover shit show. But, again, thankful for our uh, all of our presidents out there. <laughs> I'll have it off. Three, two, one. Oh, every crack you've had this episode i mean it's like it is like you're sitting at the bottom of the grand canyon there's a cacophony of crack really? it's nice yeah it's like that's what it kind of sounds like 
badass. Yeah, I don't know right. why it sounds like that. It doesn't sound like that in person. This is uh, this is episode ninety four, part, part two. two. <laughs> yeah, this is nice. Are we gonna make it to where it's all one episode, or is it? Gonna yeah, be... no, I'll uh, I'll cut it together. I okay. I was thinking about it during our little break. I was like, man, this is such a throwback. Like I've kind of forgotten how blessed we are to have like a paid zoom account where we just don't have to do this anymore. Cause it used to always be like, all right, like, you know, we're out of time. We're like racing as like the two minute timers going, you know, and then we have to take a break. Everybody went pee and we sent out another link. We're like, we just haven't had to do that. But yeah, I don't know why for whatever reason, my computer like just defaulted to like my unpaid ac- an account and then it wouldn't yeah. let me sign into my paid account while we were recording so we had to stop but we're back a great point for all listeners to understand this is not colton's paid account all credit goes to jim bob thornton so again we are very thankful for jimmy (laughs) yeah (laughs) it works but yeah this is the second part of our episode we've already made a lot of jokes about how this is just going to be some off the wall shit so this might be a good stopping point for some this might be a great starting point for others so for that's those who love at. to have tinfoil on their heads, there's going to be a, <laughs> at least a portion of this that's just going to be stupid. So brace yourself. I will say, so it's kind of funny. I won't say a lot of the ones that I was potentially going to say because they're not really time sensitive. But like, I feel like I always have really, really normal things on the weeks that we don't record. And then, like, the weeks that we do, I'm like, well, we have to talk about this thing. And it's just, like, these off-the-wall, just, like, it's never these, like, cute little things. Like, oh, here's this. It's like, nope. This is, people are going to think I'm a crazy person. Like, Jim, the last two weeks that we haven't recorded, sorry, shit has been going wild. Yeah. (laughs) We and I feel as though that's what happens every time. To like again, to your point, like things are just not time sensitive anymore. So like, <laughs> yeah, what? you hear about that shit that happened two weeks ago. Like, yeah. You, yeah. So again, we'll we'll get into that. So everyone's listened to this goddamn podcast before. We don't need a precursor. And it's yeah. also gonna be funny because they're gonna listen to this halfway through the podcast. And be like, it's gonna take a hard turn. I'll say that. I mean, we were super cute at the beginning talking about like the Super Bowl and NASCAR and like that. And now I feel like it's just like, what the fuck? But like, I don't know. I feel like you don't even need to really follow current events. Like, you just need to be somewhat aware of like the what has happened the last two weeks, and like you can loosely follow this at least. Like. So it's not like we're saying anything that's like never been heard. I just feel like it's not. We'll talk about it. You know? Shit should be at, talked about much I, more yeah. than the way it's not. I was just saying. I mean, straight. This is one point, what's going on right now is absolutely insane, and nobody's talking about it to the degree that we should be talking about it. Dude, who knows? We could be. I mean, we were ahead of COVID, so like <laughs> we're you know? on some shit. I'm telling yeah. you, we're kicking it. All right, I'll start it off because I think okay, mine is ahead. short, and I know yours is <laughs> yours is going to be like a tirade. Um, but <laughs> I just want to talk about all these trains derailing. <laughs> this is my fucking time. This is part okay. of the tirade, so we're going to blend yeah. together perfectly. Thank you. That's what I figured. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there's just a lot, and it's weird because 
<laughs> so I guess I'll use my relationship for, as an example. Not like I'm a big conspiracy theory guy. I don't want to put myself in that camp by any means. But I feel like I just I explore things that not a lot of people hear about. I'm willing to hear things out and not shrug them off right away. Good, bad, indifferent, however you want to look at it. That's where I'm coming at things great. And then on the other side, you have Bryn, who's very, very in the news, very aware of things. Great. More power to her. Kind of wish I was like that to some extent. I knew about all of these details as somebody who's very uneducated about how there was one in Houston. There was one in Ohio. You know, there's one in, I believe it was South Carolina as well. Correct. Like all these other things. And it got, somebody brought it up last night and they were like, do you hear about all these trains derailing? And I was like, yes. And we had like an at length conversation and she had no idea what either of us were talking about. And I was like, that's really interesting because I was like, she reads like daily newsletters and like is constantly like scrolling through and seeing what's going on. And I was like, this is a much bigger deal for somebody who's very uneducated in general. Like I don't listen to NPR. I don't listen to the daily. I don't listen to things that are like very much designed to just give you little snippets every single day where I was like, if I've heard about something and nobody else has, that's a problem. Like, and then if you look at the scale that this is and I'm like, this is very much an even bigger problem that most people do not know that there was like a train crash this severe. That was like, there's chemicals leaking into waterways and wildlife is dying. And like, like the fact that people are just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, this is weird. Cause I'm usually on that side of things. But I'm like, why is that flipped all of a sudden? But yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's part one. So what's absolutely absurd right now? What's going on is, um, again, to your point, we're not hearing about this. Like again, I I credit myself to to try to think uh, rationally and logically with everything that I come across because it's so easy, and we all kind of want to. We all this inner want to grab to something and be like. Something's fucked up about this, but more often than not, something is. It it is as it seems, right? What's so yeah. odd about this is like again, like you, to your point, the average consumer of news is not hearing about these things, right? And your typical like teenager, you got to hear the kids talk about this shit. Really, the kids know a ton about what's going on in Ohio right now. Right. The kids even know that this is not pronounced Palestine, Ohio. It's pronounced Palestine. They know even the pronunciation of where this happened. Like, and I would, that's the, that was, that's a very minor detail that I was just like, it's very odd. They know that. So they know all that shit. Um, they're able to, like, it's, uh, it's, what is it? What's the, uh, the act, vinyl chloride? They know, they know, like, the, yeah that's being released into the air they just know everything about this thing but yet then i talked to my mom the other day and she's like well yeah yeah i heard about that it's kind of interesting and i'm like you heard you heard about it and then we yeah. had this at length conversation just tonight because now it's starting to kind of get more and more leaked into national news um and to your point even if like you're not this uh connector of the dots sort of person if you're just watching the news and taking it in for what it is, like this is a massive, massive issue, right? Again, what's also very interesting, my dad works for the company that uh, this train company, so this train was actually pulling for. So no for, uh, sorry, Norfolk Southern is who my dad works for, right? And again, this is the train that derailed and everything. 
Uh, what's really interesting is that he had talked about the specific train already. My dad said that he was this train was in Decatur originally, and there was issues with the train. And he goes, they fixed them. They got backed up. All the issues that were originally with this train, they were looked at, and again, to multiple inspectors, things were good to go. Which is just very odd, because considering this, everyone talks about train derailments and everything. Like, you know what? We probably just don't hear about it. Train derailments don't happen yeah. at at all, because what can happen is absolutely devastating. Nobody knows the absolute like uh, catastrophic event that a train derailment is, because no one understands the magnitude of what trains are holding at all times until now. Yeah. Right. And what's super interesting is that again, we uh Norfolk Southern, Union Pacific, all of these train companies, the workers have been asking for more money during uh that was near the end of last year, again, end of twenty twenty two. They were asking for more money again from the federal government because they wanted more for what they were dealing with and again what they were putting on trains. Again, almost essentially hazard pay. Because, again, they're working with chemicals that, again, we already talked about already. It's the vinyl chloride. Again, vinyl chloride, if you don't know it, that's what was being burned in East – is it East Palestine? Is that what it is? Yeah. East Palestine, uh, Ohio. It's right against the border of Pennsylvania. Once this gets burned into the air, it combines with water. It becomes heavier, and this can essentially just fall as acid rain. Yeah. Mixed, in, mixed in with going into the water to your point again jimmy you can keep going here i've been talking a while no and that's what i was going to talk about i mean there was you know i think it they had said i mean this was a somewhat not crazy old article but you know i, I would say that they were kind of ahead of the curve with a lot of this stuff but they were saying like seven and a half miles of the ohio river are already contaminated you know like it's just one of those things i'm like it's just crazy that more people don't hear about this and like part of it too is like I think the way media is, this is weird that Denzel Washington said this. We might have talked about this on the podcast one time, but like media nowadays isn't about being right. It's about being first. So like that's even kind of the crazier thing is it's not like people were just like throwing out random things and it was like you almost had to sift through and like create your own narrative. Like there was nothing out there about this until really like, I mean, there were a few articles, like, it's not like it was completely under the radar. Like, obviously, like, you know, we had heard about it days ago, but, like, the amount of stuff that I was seeing that was, like, within the last 24 hours, and I was like, this has happened. Like, this didn't just happen, like, 36 hours ago. Like, this has happened a while. You know, a lot has going on. Like, they've been able to test water, you know, the air quality, all these other things where I was like, why wasn't this, like, breaking news? Like, yeah. which I'm like, I don't regardless of where you're at you know you look at it as a conspiracy you look at it as whatever just like in general I'm like why are people not hearing about this and it kind of is one of those things like i'm curious to see where it goes in the future because like i mean we talked about on the podcast before like all these random like farms burning and like our energy grid and things like that and it's like why don't we hear about that anymore like is there a resolution is there you know, did we solve the problem? Like, is there some kind of closure? Did we find something, whatever, where it's kind of just like, a, you hear about it, it's a problem, and then you never hear about it again. And it's kind of like, 
can we do yeah. something just to reassure everybody? You know? I'm happy we're both thinking on the same wavelength and everything. Because again, we we have talked about this before. Uh, and again, to anybody that listens to this podcast, if you listen to other podcasts, I'm willing to assume you probably watched Joe Rogan a time or two. He has guys on there all the time. And again, if you are of the, again, connect the dots community, right? The con- conspiracy theory community. Again, you've heard, if you watched any of these episodes they've had with like CIA people, FBI people, former like like special forces people, they talk about the United States being a country that could be susceptible if something were to happen on a grand scale. Uh, again, it's not going to be an attack or again, we're going to, this is kind of the, the whole launching point of this. Um, if we were to be susceptible to something happening, it's not going to come in the form to where we think it's going to come. It's going to come in the form of something trying to screw things up from a day to day perspective, which again, could be a grand catalyst for something else. And again, we've talked about like, again, like energy grids specifically in places like South Carolina, North Carolina um, being absolutely destroyed. There was a place just outside of Los Angeles that was just destroyed just under a year ago. Again, it was energy grids and transformers that were just shot all to bits. And we didn't, nothing really came of it. Like people were without power for like days and days at a time. Um, and now, obviously, we're having this with railroads. It just seems rather odd. Like, and again, I don't like being this person because I hope to Christ, for one, this is not a thing. And then, two, it just seems rather odd. This is how it's going to go about. But it's just very odd how those people that go on those podcasts talk about how much we spend on our nation's military. But the thing at hand that is the massive, massive issue is our spending towards infrastructure. Infrastructure is what makes everything go. Obviously, infrastructure, if you're just talking about it from a building state, a building standpoint, that's literally how you keep the building upright. Again, assume that the United States is the building. The infrastructure of this country is, again, how railroads uh, are able to be conducted, how uh, electricity is able to go into our homes, go into every other thing that we need to have at our disposal to make sure it works. Food being able to go out that's not as much infrastructure, but again, it falls in line quasi with that. It just seems like it's very strange again, to just sum up this whole entire point that I'm trying to make how everything seems to be getting destroyed at this moment. It's very, very odd to me. Um, But again, I feel as though this is nice. We're doing a decent job of making this a progressionary episode as we're drinking beers yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know that'll yeah at what point do we just jump right off this little cliff but no i mean it is fascinating in general because like again and i mean a lot of this is like like i just need people to understand like i think you probably a little bit more than me but like in general like it's one of those things like i'm not like oh my god this was this or like the government did this or like i'm sure the cia did derailed the train or like whatever i'm definitely more on that side than you are yes but it's one of those things like it's just i look at it for in like a very critical perspective and it's just like a why like why don't i hear about this why are other people not hearing about like it's one of those things like i just want to be a very educated almost like consumer citizen like whatever you want to call it for the sake of like if things happen, like I want to know about them. And if I don't hear about them from the news and I hear about them on my own, then all of a sudden it's like, like it would almost be better in my opinion, 
to be like, we are over educating people on this so they feel safe, they are very aware of what's going on, instead of let's try to sweep it under the rug and then all of a sudden it gets brought to everybody's attention and then now they have even more distrust in the media yeah. where it's kind of like uh you know it, that's in my opinion of like hey let's just let's put everything on the table let's educate people let's let them know because that's the thing is it's like you know if you would have said like oh my god like a train derail you're like oh yeah that's unfortunate you know but we have teams on it we're you know constantly monitoring the water supply we're making sure that you know trying to contain the leak whatever it's a like, great that's awesome but it's like one of those things it's like if you don't hear that and then all of a sudden you do all your own research of like man this train crash and like the water supply it's now considered toxic and it's above you know human levels and all this and it's like if i'm finding this out on my own i'm like well what's the reason like this yeah. is a pretty big story so it's like this offset of like is there a reason we're not hearing about it you know it's kind of it's a lot easier when you're doing your own research to build your own story build your own conspiracy you know whatever you want to do but that's the thing is i'm like if people just need to you know put everything on the table educate people and i mean that's that's the biggest thing is i mean our infrastructure i think is already on the fritz i mean it's yeah very very old school i mean and, and has been for years i mean you look at like our bridges you look at our roads you look at our power grid i mean it is not a we we're not no cutting edge it. by any means in that regard but we spend no money on it whatsoever um i think again to kind of circle back and again try to come at this from the rational perspective uh you made a good point like talking about you said it was denzel washington's quote yeah yeah of so. all fucking people it's <laughs> so interesting again that's a great great sentiment again talking about how news agencies always try to be the first to jump in information well then like again if you want to circle back to this topic one of the like ever prevailing things i'm seeing in parts of social media right now is when they're talking about this one trail derail so this train derailment in uh, ohio uh they're talking about it from the standpoint, it's like news agencies are not one to release any information to stir up public fear, any sort of public like anything like that when it's something that's not needed to be done, right? That I'm seeing that over and over again. But yeah. at the same time, when I see that, my counterpoint to that is one, we do that all the time anyway. We do that all the time anyway. Like again. It doesn't matter what size you're on, Fox News, CNN, whatever the hell you watch. We employ scare tactics through news all the time because fear scares Americans. And I said, fear, I'm sorry, not fear. Uh, fear sells to Americans. Fear sells, right? Because when you are afraid of something, you want to be informed and you want to watch, right? Again, that fear sells to Americans. Okay. Um, but also, the second point, I think it's the most important thing it's not the direct. It's not the news is uh, – I'm trying to think of the way I want to say this. It's not the directive of the news to give exact information at the exact right time. It's to give the best news they can give at the time and then yeah. follow it up with more accurate information later. Again, that's not lying. That's not doing anything like that. It's not paying a picture of as, as to what they don't know what it is. Again, their job is to – Give the news as they see it right now in its most accurate nature 
and that's it. And that's not what we've seen with this incident, which makes no sense considering it's affecting millions and millions of Americans and it's affecting wildlife again to your original point. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's the point that it's like it just doesn't make a lick of sense as to why, again, we're just now people are just picking up the pieces as we go yeah. along to this week. It doesn't, it's not correlating. Well, and that's kind of the weird thing too. Like I, in my head. And so I know that train, train derailments are not like impossible, obviously. Um, but I do feel like to some extent, like it's almost like plane crashes. Like maybe you hear about one every now and again, you know, some kind of issue, whatever. Uh, but it's usually like very few and far between. And even if they are very, very close, almost immediately you have some kind of a reason or some kind of a justification. And I mean, like if you think like, like, I don't know if you had watched, but like Boeing put a documentary out that was all about like 737 Maxes. So like two of them crashed like very, very close to each other. But immediately they were like, we know what the problem is. We know what was causing it. Great. It's like you take this, we've had three train derailments very, very close to each other, and nobody has any answers. Now, again, this is a very fine line. Like, I would much rather be like, great, I will wait a month and get the right answer versus I can have 15 speculations now. But again, it's one of those things, like a lot of the articles I was reading we're not like, we're still unsure of this. Like, they just didn't say anything. Like, it was like, here's what we know. That's it. You know, and it's kind of like a weird thing. Because even in, like, if you watch daily news, like, I mean, I unfortunately live close enough to Chicago that, like, most of the news is, you know, such and such crime happened. You know, no suspects. It's like, great. You know, that's not ideal. But we know. Like, that's yeah. kind of, you know, some sealed off thing where it's like, you know, we don't have any suspects in this. You know, we have no speculation of who did it or who was behind it. We're still on the search. Great. You know, just that's how the news progress. should work. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's part. Right. That's that's how the news should work. And I hate to interrupt you. Keep going. No, you're good. No, like, that's it, pretty much it. That, that's literally like, that's how the news is supposed to work. Like you're you're supposed to give the most accurate information at the time. And again. The most accurate information they could have provided. This happened on Friday, didn't it? Did it happen on Friday or what day did it actually happen? I actually don't even know. See, that's fucked up because we've been talking about this for uh, for yeah. for twenty minutes right now. I don't even know exactly what day it happened. I just know it did um, not happen. So at least a week ago. Uh, oh, it was February fourth, so ten days ago. So that's fucking insane. Like yeah. how we don't even I mean, I was just guessing it happened on Friday. Even then it's like, oh yeah, I'm fairly informed. I should know. It's happening ten days ago. Again, we're we're yeah. filming this on uh, Valentine's Day. Jimmy was my uh, Jimmy's my Valentine at the moment. <laughs> but like it, it that does not make any sense. Like this should be been something people have been reading about, people have been watching the news, just something. It's very, very odd to me how that's happened. There's other things going on overseas right now that we just don't know about and that we don't hear about. And it just, I don't know. Again, I hate to be like that guy and I hate to be the person that thinks that way and talks that way because that person always has the narrative like that dude's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. But it, again, Jimmy, you're one of the more rational people I've talked to you because again, you just think of things from both sides and you're very matter of fact with it. Like, 
you have to see that something seems a little odd too. Well, right? that's like, that's, I mean, it just goes back to the point that I had said earlier. Like a lot of it is like, if you tell me like either I can believe you or I can't, but to some extent I will trust you more if I at least have a baseline as opposed to, I have nothing like, it's like the possibilities are endless at that point. And like, that's the thing. It's like, dude, you could bring this up and sound like a fucking crazy person because like when we were originally talking about it, there weren't a lot of articles out there. Like it, it wasn't very mainstream yet, which is fine. But like, that's the weird thing is like, it's not like a hundred years ago when like news traveled way slower it's like the fact that this happened 10 days ago and some of the articles I was reading were just from today, not offering crazy insight, not offering an explanation, just saying what had happened. And I'm like, dude, this is one of the best articles I've seen. This was 10 days ago. I'm like, dude, the Super Bowl could happen. Like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. There's an article three minutes ago. That's like, here's this, here's, you know, Mahomes threw for X amount, Hurts broke this record, whatever, where it's like, shit, all right, like, that's immediate, where it's like, dude, if that's the case, that should translate over and just be a somewhat general thing. And again, maybe it doesn't need to be that fast, but like 10 days to get a baseline, you know, I don't need to know who was behind it, I don't need to know all the details, but just like, here's where we're at we're you know worried about water contamination worried about this we're like just to make people aware because i feel like that's the same kind of problem is like you know if people don't know people stay in the area they're drinking the water you know you kind of run into the similar situations like flint michigan where it's like yeah. if people don't know what they don't know you know if people are you think if they're 30 miles away and they have no idea that this happened because it doesn't exist in their little bubble but they have a well all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, man, I've been drinking this for two weeks. I had no idea that there's waste in it that's, you know, potentially toxic. You know, I'm giving it to my pets. I'm consuming it. My family's consuming it. It's like just for public safety. Like there just yeah. needs to be some kind of an acknowledgement, more or less. Like I'm pretty sure, like, again, obviously, when you're on like train cars and everything, I have the exact the, damn it. I'll ignore that for a second. But the one thing I'm going to say is again, in terms of this, again, this, uh, this vinyl chloride, again, seven parts per million, seven parts per million is again, what's designated as dangerous for human consumption. Think about how co concentrated it's going to be yeah. when it's released off of fucking train cars, train cars. And I'm pretty sure this is, I'm, I, I could be wrong at room temperature. I'm pretty sure this is a liquid it's, I'm pretty sure it's how it's actually stored. Okay. So at that yeah. temperature, when that's happening and it dumps out, we're not just talking hundreds of gallons of this shit. We're talking tens of thousands of gallons of this being released into the environment. Yeah. And we, it happened 10 days ago and we're not yeah. hearing about that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it, so one of the articles that I had read was, um, so about 3,500 fish um, that vary between 12 different species um, have all been found dead, um, which is crazy because that statement comes pretty much after just, you know, we're, you know, closing any intakes to allow the majority of chemicals to pass, you know, water treatment, 
it's effective in addressing these contaminants you know we're uh, ensuring that the water is safe this and that and i'm like okay but like at what point like i'm like you're telling me oh yeah give it a little bit the water will be fine i'm like that's a lot of dead fish like yeah you think 3500 fish like that's a lot 12 different species like it's not even like oh yeah it took out you know this population or this specific breed or whatever it's like that's a lot of fish where it's like dude at what point does it become safe like if my entire house runs on well water like am i under a boil notice does a boiling get it where it's like again even if it's not a clarification of what caused it we need to get a psa out of like here's what you need to do if you're in these loans if you take the water from this watershed if it's well if it's whatever Yes. here's what it's going to take to make it safe to consume not oh yeah you can just consume it for two or three months and then all of a sudden it's like whoo yep this is this is where It doesn't we're make at like it does not make yeah any sense whatsoever as to why there is not some and who knows I'd not have not done any digging whatsoever to see if maybe there was local PSAs, but we would have heard about that, yeah right? Because at that point, even if that had happened. it would have been mass distributed that we had immediately heard about that. Like, holy shit, this is happening right now. Right. Um, again, it just very strange, very, very, very odd. And then you compound that again with other train derailments that are happening across the country um, to lesser degrees, but they're still happening. And again, my dad Yeah. worked train, uh, sorry, Norfolk Southern, and he talks about train derailments and he says they do happen. They Yeah. do But these I mean, things. there was one in Bloomington Normal, like within Yes. the last few years. Like it, Yes. it's one of those things. It's not, it's not impossible, but I feel like at this scale, I mean, like for context, Doesn't happen. and this might sound really stupid. I found out. So, I mean, the one that derailed in like our college town for context, I didn't hear about that through any news source. I saw videos on the Illinois State Barstool account, which like that's problematic in and of itself. But that was obviously much, much smaller scale. You know, it obviously it caught fire to some extent, but was not, there's not the chemical issues. There's not, you know, the toxins, all of that. But like, even still, it's like, I heard about that. And it was like somewhat, you know, I was attached, whatever. But like, in general, it's like, dude, I heard about something that was way more insignificant, way less hazardous. And I had heard about that way sooner than something that could just really disrupt a majority of the state of Ohio. And it's like, why is that the case? Like, you know, all the Ohio farmland, all of the residents, like there's major cities that potentially the watershed could be contaminated. Like, it's just, it's crazy that this is not a much bigger deal. And again, I'm not the most well-versed in like obviously the way as to which water flows and everything that I would never, I would never vault myself to be this expert, but we all know we all, at least we should know the Ohio river connects to the Mississippi, the Mississippi connects to other countless river systems Yeah. up to the Iowa river. It flows into the Erie, correct? The Ohio river flows into the Erie. Yeah, I believe that. That sounds Yeah. about right. It flows into the Erie. This is a massive, massive problem. <laughs> And for us to have not heard shit about it, it, it again, we're sounding like a broken record because we just keep saying the same thing over and over. That's concerning. That That is absolutely concerning. And you would have to at least question from just that standpoint that 
news is not being distributed in a proper manner in the way it's supposed to be done. Again, that's the whole entire reason for the press and we're not getting that information whatsoever. Yeah. And I do think part of it is, you know, all of this aside, fine, you know, just educate me at some point, but like a lot of it, yeah, I feel like a lot of the articles I read off were like, well, you know, like it's going into such a large body of water Obviously, the chemicals will be, you know, dissipated, distributed, however you want to look at it. And I'm like, yeah, but that shouldn't be like how we look at it. I was like, how many people are relying on this water? Like if you were to take like the BP oil spill, like that happened over 10 years ago at this one, probably even longer. I think that was like 2008, 2009. But it's still like, like you could say like, well, yeah, we cleaned up the waterways and like things are obviously better now. And I'm like, yeah, but are they where they were or we're looking at it as like, well, yeah, they're better than what they were when we like really depleted them. Where it's like yeah. one of those things I'm like, dude, if you start contaminating rivers, all of a sudden you're killing off, you know, fish, you're contaminating people's supply. I'm like, you're just going to end up like these whole geographical areas are just going to be like super thrown off with like potential diseases down the line, cancerous things like where it's just like you need to figure out how to better solve these problems contaminate things and again it's like great if this is going to be a problem how do we just better move things like do we do it by truck instead of by rail like put cost out the window like how do we just best and the most safest way possible move these things because that's the crazy thing is it's like dude we shouldn't be worried about like oh well we'll save some money here and it's like yeah but if you contaminate the entire ohio river I don't think that we didn't save money. Like that's yeah. crazy if that's how we're looking at it. Like, yeah, we're just trying to paint a picture that's not yeah. there. So, Jim, <laughs> I was gonna say this I, is like part one. I feel Jim, like <laughs> I hate to be this guy again. <laughs> but doesn't this seem rather odd? That all of this, we have chicken coops burning down to the ground. This has been happening for over a year. We have industrial grids, again, that transpond electricity to millions of homes being sabotaged by unknown characters. And yet we we have never addressed who the fuck did that stuff. We're having trains being derailed. I'm not going to say being. Trains <laughs> derailing at a rate that we don't see happen ever. And they're carrying specifically dangerous chemicals that would inhibit the lives of millions of Americans. We're seeing airspace being (laughs) shut down all over the United States and parts of Canada and as far reaching as Alaska, as far south as Miami. We're shooting down objects that were once labeled as balloons because they were balloons, and now we're starting to identify them as unknown flying objects. God, I, I don't – and again, <laughs> we're seeing scrambling in the South China Sea. I don't know if you've read about this, and I'll kind of inform a little bit about this here in a little bit. We're seeing scrambling in the South China Sea against allies – in the Philippines after we're just increasing our naval presence in Manila. Again, Manila is being in the Philippines. It really looks, again, 
the most rational word I could use is it looks a little strange all this shit is happening yeah. at one time. And again, again, that's I don't want to be that person. But again, just being an inquisitive human at all, you would start to think this is very odd how all this shit is happening at a rate we've never seen before as technology is improving at a rate that is exponential. You would think that we'd be able to fast pass most of the issues as which we're encountering, but we're not. So, Jim, I, I'm curious to what you're kind of thinking, <laughs> because I'm feeling like a crackball thinking this way. What's your so The problem is, and I think about this a lot. I'm like, is it what's going on? Is it just me? Is it maturity? Like, it's one of like, because I think about it a lot and I'm like, you know, like growing up, like I was never... I was never really aware of things, and, like, I think we, we grew up at such an interesting time, and, like, I tell people this all the time, I'm, like, when I think about my day-to-day now, it's so much different, like, I got my first phone in, like, I think, like, sixth grade, and that was, like, calling and texting, fine, I don't think I had internet on my phone until, like, high school, where now it's, like, dude, I can, like, we walk around with, like, supercomputers in our pocket, like, you can look up anything. You can educate yourself on whatever you want. Great. Maybe. I, like, still don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Whatever. But I do think, like, a lot of it comes down to, like, was crazy stuff like this happening when I was, like, 14 and I just didn't give a shit? Or is it way more obvious now that I have everything at my fingertips? Like, I can look up whatever. Where, like, it's just this constant dilemma of, like, was it always like this? Was there always weird stuff going on? And that's the thing is like, I don't know because like part of it really is like, you know, I think technology has evolved so much that like, we really do. You can look up whatever you want. You can read articles. You can listen to podcasts like within seconds. Like you type it out. It's there. Like it is so instantaneous where like 10 years ago, that wasn't the case. So like, you kind of just took what you heard, word of mouth, what you saw on the news, whatever, where I'm like, maybe some of this crazy stuff was going on and you just never, you know, it just never got through the grapevine to you. But that's why I'm like, is are things crazy right now? Or is it just crazy because I'm old enough to comprehend it? Technology has evolved to the point that like, I can really absorb all of this information if I want. I can do my own independent research. Like, because like at 14, I didn't give a shit. It was like, dude, I had Facebook on my phone. That was like the coolest thing in the world. Cause that's just where technology was, where it was like, dude, you could run one or two apps. That's it. Now it's like, I can Google anything instantaneously. It doesn't matter what it is. I can look stuff up. I can, you know, read news articles. I can do whatever where I'm like, I don't know if it really is like a, things are hitting the fan right now. And I'm more aware of it. Yeah. If things have always been this way and you know, 10 years ago, I was just more ignorant to it, or I just didn't have the same access to it. Like, it really is a kind of back and forth that I think about all the time. I'm like, dude, I, you know, and it's kind of weird, because like, I think it almost is very much in parallel of like, because we grew up at the time that we did, a lot of people are in the same exact boat. Like, it's not like my mom would be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, things are crazy, because it's like, it those same resources were not available. It was like maybe you were more attentive to the news or, you know, you were more aware of what was going on, whatever. But like a lot of it really came down and was like, 
yeah, nowadays we have everything at our fingertips. But yeah. 20 years ago, that wasn't the case. So it kind of is like this just weird <laughs> toss up of like, who knows? But yeah. yeah, I do think things are just crazy right now. And like, obviously, the older we get, you know, the more attentive you are, the more, you know, political backing you take, the more, you know, self research you might do, whatever you want to call it. But it is just bizarre because I'm like, are things crazy right now in comparison to like craziest they've ever been? Or is it just like we are so much more aware of it because we have all these resources? I mean, you think like 200 yeah. years ago it was like, dude, something could happen in your town and it would never get past like a 30 mile radius because like papers, you know, cross country didn't give a shit, whatever. So it was like news didn't travel as far where it's like now I can look up see what the hell's going on wherever i can read articles about what's happening in other countries i can do all this other stuff where it's just it's crazy the amount of resources we have which i think is why you just get so much more of a global perspective international relations you know however you want to call it where you're just so much more aware of everything around you because it's like you know a few clicks you're there like you can read whatever endlessly really yeah. It's not even just like, oh, one news source posted about this. It's like, no, man, if if it's worth writing about, there are 50, 60 different articles from all these different places, you know, whatever. It's a great point, right? Again, like as we've gone forward through time, obviously our accessibility to information um, is obviously unparalleled to what it used to be. Okay. And again, I want to preface this again one more time. Again, I totally agree with that statement. Again, I do. I 110% do. I also want to state one more time that, again, when we talk about this sort of thing, um, I want to be a firm believer in the fact that times have never been better than they are right now. Right. Everyone always complains because I feel as though we have the mechanisms as to which to complain. Right. I could sit here on this step or this little, this little <laughs> chair and have five beers in a night and we could sit here and just complain, talk about whatever we want to talk about. Right. So again, the accessibility as to which to complain to the masses, whether it be this small little podcast or Twitter or just anything, again, it's super easy to digest information you can complain about. And it's easy to give out said information that you're complaining about. But what I think is really interesting from that perspective is that again, I love that the most know nothing answer and the most intelligent answer at almost all times is that everything is relative, right? Everything is absolutely relative. So like with the shit that's going on right now, um, obviously technology is to a point right now to where it's never been, but at the same exact time, the capabilities as to do fuck shit has probably never been where it is until right now. So yeah. I think that there is a parallel that runs along through time that maintains almost that status quo between, again, the fuck shit and the technological advances. So they're, com they're competing against each other at all times. Yeah. And it just seems so odd, again, going back to our original point, talking about how information is so readily accessible to us. This is the time right now to where we should be able to understand these articulate issues. And we have nary an idea of what's going on really and we're so again we're so inquisitive we have all these technologies that are at our disposal maybe i'm naive and just the thinking of thinking like um shouldn't this information be readily available to the public maybe it's not safe enough 
to understand what's going on and giving that information to the public. Like that's, that's the, that's the thing that I'm being troubled with right now, because I'm totally agreeing with you that again, like, yeah, right now is the best <clears throat> that we've ever had a switch to get information. So no wonder we have all this information and it seems to be a little bit overwhelming, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's absurdly overwhelming in my capacity. Um, but also again, the capabilities to, do whatever and create this almost i'm not going to say hysteria to this point yet to just create this uh befuddlement again it's it mirrors again that capability to do that it mirrors the technology so you would think we would hear about things no matter what through time as we go along that's that's just it's i don't know that's the way i try to that's the way I'm thinking about it right now because I'm trying to think of it from the perspective like, oh, yeah, we just hear about news all the time because news is so readily available. But at the same time, again, even if this shit happened in 2005, we would be hearing about a train affecting tens of millions of – not some of yeah. But again, millions of Americans in terms of pollution, shit like that. Again, anything like that. Yeah. Well, it's almost weird because it's like we – like, it's directly correlated, I feel like, of, like, you think 50 years ago, you existed in such a smaller bubble of, like, what you heard, what was relevant, you know, whatever. Like, if you think, like, you were, you know, even, like, all right, you live in Akron, Ohio, great. 50 years ago, it was, like, you read the local paper, you got the news, the local sports, you could find a job, you knew what houses were for sale, whatever, that was the extent of like your awareness maybe there was a national thing great then it was like as things expanded you know you have radio you have television you have you know internet however you want to chalk it up great but it's like as you expanded that bubble there's so much more information to take in that it's like almost like alarming like i mean you can look at like statistics nowadays of like how many articles are posted how many you know i'm pretty sure it's every minute there's 40 hours of content that's posted on YouTube. Like, it's like, we're in a never ending cycle and we're just like, so overstimulated with like the amount of articles we can read and YouTube videos we can watch and, you know, podcasts we can listen to and all this stuff where it's like, you almost have so much at your disposal that it's almost problematic where it's like, when you think back in the day, it was like, dude, I got my local paper. I'm never going to travel really outside of a certain radius you know, I got my job, I got the local news, whatever, that's it, where it's like crazy that nowadays it's like, dude, I could look up right now and be like, what's happening in Taiwan, and go down a crazy wormhole of like, well, here's the politics, here's the culture, here's what holidays they have coming up, you know, you can do so much, but it's just crazy, because it's like, the more you can find out, the more that's out there, so it's just like this never-ending battle of like, you know, and I mean, even like, if you take like, like marketing is like a perfect example of it it's like how do you stand out nowadays you know if you have x product there's 50 other you know copycats or things that are similar or whatever where it's like you're in such a saturated world that it's like what what do you do that's different what do you do that you know kind of really gives you a competitive edge makes you stand out it's the same exact thing with news it's like dude nowadays like there's hundreds if not thousands of publications but like you got to do something to stand out. You got to do something to be different because like there's no possible way that one human could absorb 
all of the content that we're putting out. I mean, between text copy, between audio, between video, between all these things, we have so much at our disposal that it's almost like you need to pick and choose. And that's almost yeah. kind of why I feel like people pick, yeah, I only listen to Fox or I only listen to, you know, CNN or M, you know, NBC or like whatever it might be. Because it's like, dude, you can't watch all three. Yeah. Like you think if you start blocking all this together, it's like, that's all you do. You don't have time to work. You don't have time for anything else. So it's like this weird, you're just like, well, I almost need to pick pick my lane, pick my sources, pick whatever, because it's impossible yeah. to pick everything. Like there's no way. It's so it's so super difficult nowadays. And again, for if you because I do have a disdain for this as well. Um, listen to Donald Trump, like when we when he first started like discussing fake news and shit like that. Again, it sounded ridiculous. It still is for the most part ridiculous because again, the news in most parts, I mean, I would strongly attest is not trying to dupe you. But again, it fell weirdly in line with COVID and everything like that. And not again, not saying that the news was trying to be a duping factor. There was definite shit that was like articulated as fact, and then it was not fact. Yeah. And but I think that goes back to you don't have to be right, you have to be first because everybody correct. goes for clicks. And that's again, it's just I don't know. It just all this shit's happening at one time. And uh, Jim, and I know you probably do this too. And that's good. What again? That's what I do. Um, <laughs> Again, this is not this is not a laughing. This is a I promise this is a good thing. Okay, I was gonna say I was you, like this could you take, be anything. Uh, you could take what you probably do is when you read news or you hear a piece of news, you probably dissect it and like you hear this part from this news organization, and you read this one, and then you read this one, and you watch this video, and then you read this column, and you, you try to at least take a a group. Yeah. You, you take it from a group perspective, the way you can formulate your own opinion, right? Yeah. And again, I hate to be this person, but like the mainstays that you try to get information from seem to not giving us, seem to be not giving us sufficient information for the shit that's happening right now. Would you agree to that? Yeah. To that? So, I mean, to some extent, and I would encourage everybody to do this because I've only done it a few times, but it is like, it's almost like a scary eye-opening experience of like, so say something happens and it could be pretty much anything that I would say a lot of people are going to write articles about. Like just next time you're, you know, something where you're like, oh shit, I'm going to look this up. Scroll all the way over, find the oldest article you possibly can, read through that, and then find the most recent article you can. And it'll pretty much be the exact same thing. Like it's yeah. been proven that it's typically like the first three to five news sources that get an article, they have the most organic, original, like researched, whatever you want to call it, point in their article and that everybody else just kind of piggybacks on it. Yeah. So it's like one of those things, it's almost like a, not like people are making their own thoughts. Again, it's like people are just reposting it for the sake of like we need tags or we need to be you know relevant or we need to you know do whatever to get clicks for us we need to get views for the website we need to get whatever where it's like it's one of those things it's kind of like a story can break and three people might break it 
but there could be 50 articles about it, which is kind of like a weird, like people are just like taking that information, paraphrasing it, maybe cutting things out here, there, whatever. But like, that's kind of the crazy thing is it's like, when you read the older articles that are original, that's probably the person that was like, I've done the research. Maybe I talked to somebody, maybe I, you know, have a, you know, particular spin on it. Great. And then it's like, you know, if that was posted 48 hours ago, if you read the one from 20 minutes ago, that might be the one that's so watered down and diluted. That's not really even what you need to read. It's not the most relevant. It's not the one that has, you know, the captivating portions of it, like whatever you want to call it, where it's just like this crazy thing where it's like, dude, there's so many things out there where it's like three to five people might, you know, do their due diligence, really be at an event, really, you know, put time and energy into this. But then it's like you Google and it's like, dude, we're just getting watered down shit. And a lot of times, I don't know if you know this, but like a lot of times I'll read these articles and it's like, dude, this is three paragraphs and like a reused photo and they're calling that an article. And I'm like, I didn't learn anything. I just read somebody's paraphrasing, but because they were the most recent one when I clicked on it, that that got my attention. It's like, I didn't learn a damn thing, but that's just, that was the most recent thing. So like, that's why I would say, go through, find the oldest one. Cause it's like, if you can find original articles or at least people that, you know, we're kind of on the breaking edge side of things those are the ones where it's like yeah read it this is you know and ideally you know you kind of again still have to take it with a grain of salt it might be 80 percent there it might not be this 100 percent fact check polished story because unfortunately that's not where we're at anymore like it's very much a i need to get it out but still it's like to find it from somebody that was very much involved in it versus somebody 10 people down the line that is just diluting it to make it so generic that like at a surface level you can read it in three or four paragraphs and then you're good yeah it's crazy the difference that you'll see and i mean it's just like so many people nowadays it's like a game of reposting of like dude even if we can ride their coattails if we get you know 30 percent of the engagement they do if we do that all the time you know we can we could be a credible source it's like not at all but no yeah not the slightest so yeah again like with all that being said again like you would think that you would get some again consensus of what information you're reading and we're just not getting consensus again circling back to current events so again um to get on the crackball train again i again if i'm wanting to again look into that crackball connect the dots (laughs) with thinking sort of thing what this really seems like, this seems, again, this is the crackball way of thinking. This is not my, again, for those who are listening, this is not what I exactly think. So, again, this is the crackball side of my brain if I'm thinking from that perspective. This seems like a weirdly concerted effort to, again, throw off the infrastructure of the United States to put us in a position to where we're weakened, not in the sense that uh, people are going to attack the United States or anything like that, but, again, from the perspective to make the United States a weaker force in controlling their influence throughout the, the uh, throughout the world. That's, that's again, that's what it kind of seems like. It seems like they're maligning their ways again. And again, I'm, I'm going to 
point the finger immediately at China. We've done this a thousand. We've done this for three years now. Ninety-three episodes later, I'm gonna point the goddamn finger. I'm pointing it right at China. There, if that's what's happening, if that is what's happening, they're doing it. They're doing it. China. I mean, I'll give them this. They're the smartest country in the world. They've accelerated their growth from World War II up until this point. Again, it's been eighty years from. The Japanese absolutely brutally controlling them. We've all read about the rape of Nanking, all this shit, all this happening. To now they are one of the, if not the most predominant superpowers in the world. They're extremely intelligent and they're extremely effective and efficient as to how they do things. And I don't think, I'm not going to say I know, I don't think they would ever do anything militarily and super direct to the United States where it was obvious they did something, right? Because that would inflict the disdain of the American public, which then inflicts the might of the American military, which would be combative and, in my opinion, not dominant, but again, to the superior of still the the Chinese military. Uh, I think what they would do and what they have done is sneaky-ass little bitch ways to – Manipulate the way in which, as to which the Chinese, sorry, the Americans have advantages. Um, we do the same exact thing, which is again neither here nor there. Uh, but the Chinese are literally doing these little tiny things to manipulate the, how the United States works. Uh, we talk about manipulating currencies. We talk about stealing technologies. The Chinese have done this to the United States for decades now, and we just let it happen because, again, if we were to let go of that information, that we do that. And that happens to us on a fairly consistent scale. That would make the United States look like a country that does not have the leverage that the rest of the world actually thinks we have. So, again, again, if this were to be something that's going on right now, we're seeing all these trains doing all, all this uh, derailing. We see, like, again, power grids being destroyed. We're seeing, again, weird UFO things happening all the time. It weirdly seems like something is going on. Obviously, we all know what's going on in Ukraine, if you don't already know already. So those listeners, again, obviously, Russia and China are buddy-buddy. Russia views Ukraine the same way China views Taiwan. We're heavily involved in Ukraine, obviously. We're heavily involved in Taiwan. We just had a new military agreement to um, expand our capabilities in Manila, in the Philippines. If you don't watch the news, again, the South China Sea um, – the Chinese have been expanding their efforts to, again, um, raise their presence in that area, and they're getting closer and closer to the Philippines now that this agreement's been reached. They're using military-grade lasers to, again, peer into Manila um, as an intimidation tactic, right? This happens all the time with uh, when forward policy gets dictated. Obviously, some countries might be pissed at that, and they do these little tight scare tactics all the time. It seems again. I don't know if you you saw the original statement when they talked about the uh, the Chinese balloon that the, everyone was captivated by and all these memes <laughs> came from. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the original statement that came from China. They said it was a mistake, which it very well could have been. I doubt that, considering they started to find these balloons all over the fucking place. But it very well could have been a mistake, and they attributed it almost to the effect, in layman's terms, as the wind took it. Wind got a hold of that balloon. Our bad. That's on us. 
China being as calculated as they are, there's no fucking <laughs> way that's what happened. They said it was some sort of uh, mistake to where, again, these, this balloon came over the night. There's no way. And again, to be impartial once more, we're hearing from the Biden administration that this has been a regular occurrence, right? This happened during the Trump administration, but apparently we just didn't hear about it then. I, that That is so profound. And again, the fact that we're not up in arms about what is going on right now, and again, there has to be a little bit of somebody that can connect some dots as to what's happened. It's again, I'm just talking at length here, a little bit rambling, <laughs> but it's very strange to me. So it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I think, like in general, I mean, again, this is, I think, not even a tin hat. I mean, you could even say, you know, 21st century military strategy, if you want to call it that. Like we are. We are so far past the point of using brute strength or just having the most resources or things like that. I mean, now, like, living in, you know, the nuclear, so much of it really, I think, will come down to what is the slow burn? You know, how can we, you know, regardless of, you know, U.S., overseas, foreign threats, however you want to call it. You know, if you're going to mess with people's infrastructure, if you're going to mess with their farming, if you're going to mess with their transportation, you know, all these things collectively, if they don't have power, if they don't have resources, that will cripple people, though it will be slower, it will have a much longer impact than, you know, I mean, if you think, like, relevant issues... If you take North Korea, if they tried to invade South Korea, it would be immediately shut down for the sake of we have so many more resources today to immediately get people over there. You know, there's a nuclear threat and obviously, like, you know, we do not want a fallout kind of a situation. But things I think moving forward are so much more long term, so much more slow burn, so much more psychological that it's like you can't just say, hey, we're just going to send, you know, our Navy to the East Coast. It's like that will never work. That no. just That is not the case nowadays where it's kind of a, we really need to just assess, you know, and I think that's what, I don't even know who originally said it, but they were saying that like nowadays, because of what we talked about with all the information, with all, you know, networks, resources, whatever you want to call it, like some kind of an EMP, that's the threat. It's not a really even nuclear issue. It's like a we need to take out the infrastructure. We need to take out the technology, the power grid, you know, the food supply, all these other things. That's what potentially is the threat because, you know, nobody wants to go into, you know, nuclear fallout. That's just not the case. It's like, you know, China has the means. They have the resources. They could shoot a nuke at us right now we would shoot multiple right back what's the benefit so it's like if you really want to be a threat and play the long game that's how that's gonna go it's like it needs to be that slow burn and i mean like even what you said earlier like i mean not even like the u.s is like this perfect child i mean we've been slapping tariffs on russia we've been slapping tariffs on china i mean that's again it's a slow burn it's the how do we go after the economy how do we go after you know the infrastructure how do we slowly chip away at things where ultimately if we wanted to we could just crumble it like that was so much of you know the russia and ukraine thing was like 
How can we cripple Russia's economy so that they stop? Not, hey, let's use our brute force. Let's use our military spending. Let's use our resources. Let's do all this stuff. That was never the case. It was, hey, how can we cripple them economically? How could we have people shut off their gas so then you know they can't use heat through the winter how could we again just very much play that long slow game of like hey here's where we're at because that's ultimately what's going to change it nowadays not just hey we're going to send you know fifty thousand troops like it's not world war ii it's like technology is advanced for the sake of like you cannot just say yeah we're going to land troops on Normandy and we're just going to take this by force. That's not the case anymore. That will not work. That will not get you anywhere. So, so much of it really is like the, you know, how could we almost deviate and just, you know, cripple your dollar or, you know, cut off your food supply or cut off your natural resources or, you know, slowly just almost inconvenience you to the point that like you need to give in, like you, you've hit that breaking point kind of a thing. Yeah. And, One of the things that everyone was concerned about with the said balloon, because once again, once a balloon, again, goes into your airspace, right? Because again, I'm not, I'm not this again, military genius whatsoever or anything like that. Obviously a balloon is probably not going to be looked at in the same capacities in terms of like military detection that like, say a plane would be or a jet. So it seems yeah. rather archaic again, when you talk about these things. But again, if that's the case, this thing could just float right over. And again, to your point, talking about the EMP, what a lot of people are concerned with is like, okay, we obviously have to do something because this thing obviously has some sort of surveillance technology to it. Like, I don't know if you saw the pictures and everything of it. Obviously, yeah. it, it had like dishes connected. I was going to say, it wasn't just like a weather balloon. But yeah, again, like, was, that's was, the thing. It's like, how do you... Like we've talked about in general, like the most valuable resource from the 2010s on, it's data. It's nothing else. Like it's it's what do you know? What can you do with it? How can you leverage it? Where I feel like that's the same exact thing. It's like how can we how can we best understand where things are? What are strategic outposts? Where are things placed in the country? You know, the more we can piece that together the better off we are, you know, it's not just a, oh yeah, we'll send planes over and we'll be good because it's almost like that would immediately be like, that's an, I mean, take Pearl Harbor is literally an example. I mean, that was 80 years ago, but it's like one of those things like, yeah, we literally sent planes. We were at war immediately where it's like nowadays, obviously you can't do that because that would be so much more direct where it's like, you know, what's kind of the slower burn? How could we get away with it? Could we play stupid? It's like, dude, it, there's no way like the wind patterns, like those are pretty consistent, you know, coming up and down the East coast, things like that. I mean, again, not like it's a hundred percent foolproof. I mean, I've had, you know, random, even like YouTubers I've watched. It's like, you put a weather balloon up, there's no, you know, there's some predictability, but it's not a hundred percent. But again, it's one of those things. It's like if you kind of trace it over the U.S., you're like, that looks pretty much where we wouldn't want you to know. But then again, it's one of those things, too. It's like, dude, we have satellites. China has satellites. Russia has satellites. You know, Germany, U.K., whoever you want to say. Most people have satellites. Why is a balloon that much different? Like, it's one of those things. It's like if we really needed to do surveillance, 
Google Maps is a thing. Obviously, it's not 100%. You're not going to see the same thing, but it's kind of a, you know, I saw somebody, some, and again, shit posts, not credible. I'll get in front of that. But somebody was saying, like, here's the path of the Chinese balloon that conveniently went all over all of our nuclear silos. And, yeah. like, the first person was like, okay, even if they didn't send a balloon, if you actually just posted relevant information, why would they need to do that? So it's kind of a, I don't know what the intention was. Might have been an accident, might have been on purpose. But it's like, I think so much information is out there that people, you know are relevant they can find it easily you know there's just so much where it's like good bad indifferent whatever it's still a you know i don't think we need to go to war over it i don't think we need to shrug it off i think it's just kind of a in between more or less but again like i have the same exact thinking again Again, it just sounds super dumb the entire time you're saying it because, again, you sound like this crackball individual the entire time. But, again, once more, obviously it doesn't seem that direct, again, to your point. So, obviously, you can't, like, you can't launch this military operation for a fucking balloon. Like, right? Like, even, like, when we're talking about it on, from, the news's, from the news's perspective, like, the news is, like, not downplaying it. But they're not like getting overly excited about yeah. it. The one thing that's really, really, really interesting to me is that obviously we diagnosed the balloon pretty easily because word got out, right? Now, again, I don't know if you've seen this. Obviously, we've had the from the last week, in the last week, we've had multiple episodes of shutting down airspace or Sending, I believe, it's, is it F twenty twos? That's what they, that's yeah. the F twenty twos to go shoot down shit, right? So again, um, over Michigan earlier last week, we One shut down Canada. airspace. Yeah. yeah, over Michigan, we shut down airspace. I don't think anything came of that in that immediate moment. Something just got shot down over Lake Michigan very recently. Yeah. Then in Alaska, they just shot down another, and they they labeled it a UFO. Which again, for those listening, it's not meaning it's our traditional sense of UFO. That just we we're not going to. Well, it seemed as though more of a we're not going to specify as to what it was when we shot something down. Canada shot something down. We shot down an airspace in Miami. Again, it, it just seemed again super fucking weird how all this shit's happening at one time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know, but it it really is like one of those things like. <laughs> what it comes down to and i really do think this makes the most sense and i mean i think we can close on this if we want but like give me 85 percent accurate information and if i believe it i will follow it and that's my baseline as opposed to if you give me no information the possibilities as to what i will find online are endless and the more and more that happens, the more and more distrust <laughs> I'll have in everything else. So it's kind yeah. of like, and I mean, I get it. You know, things are classified, fine. But just even saying like, hey, here's where we're at, whatever. Great. You know, that's something. But it's like a weird thing when it's like, 
dude, if I'm seeing on Reddit, here's what happens. Here's pictures. Here's this. Here's this. It's like you can spiral out of control so quick and you don't even know what's real and what's not, which isn't a bad thing. But it's like, dude, if the news were to just take time and be like, no, you know, transparency for yes. what we can tell you now, here's where we're at. It's like, great, I'll take that. But it's like, dude, if you just want to keep sending people into these spirals, creating distrust, you know, letting them run with conspiracy, it's like, yeah, don't tell them a damn thing. And then just wonder why all these ridiculous conspiracies are out there. And it's like, well, I, people just were led to their own assumptions. Yeah. What'd you want them to do kind of a thing? Yeah. And again, smart people come to assumptions. Dumb people comes to assumptions. The one thing I want to say is this. Again, don't, be, don't feel like you're stupid. Again, those who are listening, <laughs> for coming to these assumptions, you made a great point with that. Again, because – we are left to our own devices right now because we assume the news is telling us the truth. But again, yeah. we've been given multiple opportunities. Well, again, whether, whatever sides you're on, Republican, Democrat, does not matter. Whatever way you are thinking, we've had trusted, and I put trusted in quotations, trusted news agencies give us a line of bullshit, whether just to be the first person on the scene to, to fulfill their own agenda. It does not matter. We've had that happen to us, and we get told to believe certain things, and then it's bullshit. Now it's more the case of we're getting such spotty bullshit yeah. that we're just having to come to conclusions for our own self without even trusted, very sorry, verified information. It, it this seems like again like one of the bigger news. I get, Jim, we've been doing this for three years now. <laughs> Literally, we've talked about fucking murder hornets like they were going to kill a third of the country. Yeah. We really talked about that, and we got article after article after article about murder hornets, and it Nothing. was stupid. Yeah. It was stupid. We, but the thing is, we are force-fed that shit with a spoon. We got told from the very beginning about COVID. I'm, again, I'm not trying to create a discrepancy of how COVID was created or was it created. That's not what I'm doing. But the thing is, we were given information enough to the point to me and you, well, at least I myself, I felt comfortable talking about fucking pangolins. I didn't even know that's what those animals were called at that yeah. point. Now we're having the potential of inanimate, not inanimate, uh, unidentified flying objects over the United States with all this other shit going on at this time. And there's not even been enough articles that have come out that have talked about this issue to where like, we can have a justified opinion as to what's going on. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> if we're if any of your listeners are going to come, go away with anything from this crackball podcast, that's what you have to come away with. That doesn't line up at all. That doesn't make any sense. And again, it could be for a good purpose. Again, it could be to again not to stir up people singing as our people's thinkings, because again, obviously the American public gets a little bit, hysterical at times it could be for that reason it could be absolutely nothing yeah but again it does not really line up with how we typically do news how typically news gets uh distributed to the public that that doesn't make any sense so yeah no that's just i mean the big picture thing is like you know i i want to be educated you don't need to be you know on the bleeding edge per se i don't need you know five articles that all say different things but it's like, I don't want to have nothing at all, where it's just one of those things I'm like, 
if you were to put a 24 hour delay on like here's here's breaking news let's leave it at that we don't know any details yet great i'll take it within that 24 hours hey here's updates here's Here's what we know. Here's where it happened. Here's, you know, no suspects. Whatever, just something where it's like we are keeping you updated in somewhat real time with accurate information. I think if people operated like that, there would be so much less chaos of just people, you know, making their own assumptions or just really running down these crazy conspiracy theories. Or like, and a lot of it too is like, I'm like, dude, I have distrust when it's like if i can read five different articles that were posted within five minutes of each other that all say different things i'm like yeah why would i trust anything that's going on right now like i'm like do yourself a favor pump the brakes just a little bit and do exactly what i just said like hey breaking news here's what happened we don't know the details not ideal but great wait until you have correct verified portions then from there sure yeah i'll read whatever you have but it's like dude if you're just you know slapping away at your keyboard being like here's what i think happened i'm like that's the worst way to do media so don't do that like so again long story short for everyone listening (laughs) it's a verified 110 percent fact that china is invading Right. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So go ahead, tell everybody, China is one hundred and ten percent invading. They're derailing trains. They're flying balloons over us. They are destroying uh, energy components that infiltrated keep- our Congress. Uh, Throw that in. <laughs> Joe Biden could very well be. He's the um, leader of the CCP. It, that's what's going on. <laughs> and so. Like it, hate it, whatever you want with it. That's what's going on right now. So inform yourself. You got what you got. Yeah. No, none of that is accurate. So go go read an article or do something. But again, that's the problem is like even just little snippets like that, a reporter might take and be like, donkey brain believes China's invading. And it's like, that's, inf- that's misinformation. Yeah. Take the full context. It's not misinformation. This is Donkey Brain the podcast talking <laughs> right now. This is 110% real. Barricade your house. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. It's, it's going to be a ride. <laughs> what we said about times being good back then, or I'm sorry, right now, it's not. Everything's bad. Barricade your house. Buy a bunch of toilet paper. We're all going to die. Yeah. Bring that back. Just stockpile it. Gosh. All right. Let's wrap this up. We need we need to be done. Yep. Yep. All those All right. years were a mistake. Oh,